Lots to talk about tonight. Tons of news coming out over the past week. Turns out we were able to find enough in the budget to keep Kevin on board. So he's back for this week's episode of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Let's go. We are the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, and we are brought to you by Media Junkies. You can catch up on all of our previous episodes if you subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcast channel. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, just to name a few. You can also catch the other Media Junkie podcasts, such as Jamar's Why Are You a Gamer, or the one that Michael and I are part of called the Family Fight Club Podcast. All you got to do is search and subscribe to any of the Media Junkie podcasts. Where the fuck? Is that a bird? <laughs> oh my gosh all right just realize jake was on this podcast too <laughs> uh kevin's new studio is in the zoo all right you can also find <laughs> new studio the studio this week <laughs> the zoo studio okay you can also find <laughs> never mind you can also... it's it's live tweeting <laughs> that was good that, that was fucking good. That was good. That was worth it. All right. You can also find information and find out what other studios Kevin records from if you follow us on Twitter at Live Your Gimmick. <laughs> That's at L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. M O U S E. I was Gimmick actually going like the conductor. Gimmick man. You can also. <laughs> oh my God. So, just to make sure if you are using Apple, this intro has been off the hook so far. Uh, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review if you feel we deserved it. Um, you can also mention in the comments how much you like our intros and how well we do with them. So, just let us know your feedback. Uh, if you don't know by now, my name is Jason. I am the self proclaimed voice of Media Junkie. Featured on tonight's show, we have back and joining us. Uh, he wasn't on our little bonus episode, if you caught that a couple of days ago. We have La Historion, which is our boy Kevin. What's up, man? Not much. See, you guys just you can't afford me to be on every show every week. So, <laughs> right, right, I, right. right. Know. We just can't afford you to be on the extra shows. Yeah, yeah, we can't. We've got enough in the budget to keep you like during just the standard days of business, but we, we can't have you on yeah. the, the extra bonus stuff. Yeah, we should, maybe we should start a segment of, um, like, hey, where is Kevin recording from this week? <laughs> so, you know. Where in his house is Kevin San Diego? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he in his truck? Is he in his basement? Is he in his son's room? With birds chirping in the background. Like, you know, you, you know first of all, you two birds, I never hear you guys do anything. <laughs> All day long. As soon as I'm in here, okay. As soon as I get in here, you start chirping around and want to be all bibbly bibbly or whatever. Okay. <laughs> God damn. Well, this this podcast we can just end now because this is like the first first time is we can't talk this. Kevin just cut a promo on a couple of birds. I mean, I, yeah, I, I have a car and Sandy theme. Like, I stop looking even, at me. I haven't even introduced Mike yet. <laughs> All right, and of course, you do hear the other voice of our Friday night snark attack, our Friday night, Saturday night, fake Messiah. I don't know what you would call it. Our our Friday night, not for load. Yeah, our essential, (laughs) our essential person, Michael. (laughs) All right, so uh, today, like I said, like like I've done before, we're we're not going to really do much of a hot and cold. We'll just kind of talk about some things that stood out during some of the shows. And then uh, we're going to talk about a few hot topics, and I'm sure Mike can't wait to get into that. And oh, then, man. Uh, 
I'm ready. Listen, we're not, we're not, we're not going to be able to get into what was good or anything this week. Let's just go, just go out to shoot. Let's just talk about it. You guys catch, <laughs> first of all, I want you guys to catch me up on stuff you talked about so I can get an opinion and then let's get into your guys' war because it, right. it's going to happen. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, we, we did a little special uh, a couple of days ago where we talked about it. It was basically after Wednesday when all the people got released. Mike and I hopped on here. We talked a little bit about it, talked about the guys that were let go, who we think will be back, who we think is probably gone permanently, and kind of just had a little roundabout discussion about some of the talent, some of the people that, that were, were dismissed, unfortunately, right? So, and then kind of towards the end of that, Mike, Mike got kind of on his high horse about corporate America and how some of these companies should be, um, you know, basically cutting the, you know, the executives and higher up should be cutting their costs. But apparently he took it a step further on our discord channel, <laughs> but I'm, you know. I just only because of what's, what's right now circulating about the reason for these cuts. Okay. So before we get to that uh, specifically, Kevin, did you have any thoughts about any of the people that were released um, or, you know, any surprises? Do you even know who was released aside from most yeah. of the three names on the poll? Yes, I know. I know. Everybody. I, I read the goddamn list. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, like, I didn't even know, like, Kurt Angle was still technically an employee. That like, one, should, yeah, I had no clue either. Um, you know, some, some of the coaches and stuff, or some of the producers, I guess, kind of shocked me. Yeah. Um, Talent-wise, like, the Good Brothers, like, I know they weren't always used as much as possible to their potential. Um, goddamn birds are cut a promo on me now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, that kind of shocked me. Um, like, Mike Kyoto. Yeah, like, Mike I mean, God, he's been He's been there for 31 years. Right. <laughs> like, um... You know, I mean, it happens every time this year. Some of these cuts, I mean, some are unfortunate, like Rusev. It, it just sucks because, you know, here he was a year ago, or, you know, not even a year ago, but like, I don't know. I know, he, I know he's been hurt and not used much. He was in a terrible storyline. And then, like, that one kind of probably shocked me the absolute most. Um, more like EC3. I mean, that guy has, I mean, he, he has potential and he is a great character, but they just never used him. So, um, yeah. So, so something I do want to add as well, um, and this was actually also reported by Russell Talk Jason, the supposed angry WWE fans out there that uh, you accuse anyone who isn't sucking Vince's dick. Um, that yeah, not all said, of the all of the actual like WWE employees, so the producers, trainers, and, and such, they're actually only for load so they right. are more than likely to be brought back versus the talent who were contractors had to be actually full release because they can't just lay them off correct that is true you cannot lay talent off because they are independent contractors so that still doesn't mean that they aren't planning to sign those people back that just means that they still had to let them go they just had to do it differently and the other thing too which is nice for those guys is that they're actually still going to get paid in the past because of um, the the laws and stuff like that. Independent contractors are not subject to unemployment, but due to COVID nineteen and that awesome stimulus bill that President Trump signed, uh, those people actually are still going to be able to collect unemployment under the special circumstance. So guys like Russo, if, if they if they can the get major through brothers, them. yeah, if they can get through to somebody, <laughs> yeah. they they'll actually be able to. Yeah, to great great stimulus package, a small business loans, they're already out of money. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> Way to go. Right. So, but, you know, good for them. They'll actually still be able to collect the paycheck. So in, in some ways, the WWE kind of maybe did right by them and allowing them to still get paid by, by being off. But, okay. So that being said, what do you have any other takeaways from it? Who do you think that they're going to bring back, Kev? Um, you and I, okay, so you and I are talking about this. I know it's kind of like on one of your Twitter things, but my <laughs> prediction is that Heath Slater comes back, jacked ripped like at like two eighty five, and <laughs> we'll be and we'll be WWE champion in like a year and a half. All right, All right. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Unless he like devours his children, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I don't see. I think I honestly, I honestly think Rusev will come back. Um, really. Yeah, I think they'll get him back. Because, I mean, Lana's... The guy still... who's been actively trying to leave for how many years waiting for his contract to expire, you think he's going to be the one to come back? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't see why not. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. Maybe some of the producers, coaches, yeah. they might bring... Well, well, those probably... ones are going to be coming back anyway, because they're only four load. They're not actually yeah. released. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe Kurt Angle in some capacity eventually. Um, but just maybe as like I'm, you know. Did we ever find out what Kurt Angle was actually doing in his contract? Was he just like on a legend contract? He was a backstage producer. Okay, because so I was yeah. like, I I didn't even know he was still under contract, let alone like what the fuck would Kurt Angle be doing at this point? Yeah, he's working backstage. I can't like people like, but like, see like people like EC three. I can't see happening. Like, I I can see EC three. No. I don't like, think the Canalysis will be back. I don't think EC three oh, no. will be back. I could see the Good Brothers coming back because they only leveraged AEW as a way to as a way to get more money from WWE. It, AEW it, actually has no interest in signing those guys. Yeah, if if they go anywhere, they're, they're going to go back to New Japan because yeah. they probably can make their big stars over there and. They know, also, they know the money they can make over there. So, yeah. speaking speaking of AEW, apparently Cody Rhodes is a huge Matt Card- Cardona, Zack Ryder fan, and oh, yeah. wants to sign him. Which I'm just like, wait, what? Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I heard that. Right, yeah, yeah, I heard that. So you can almost like if he goes there, you can figure like maybe Kurt Hawkins will go there. Oh too, yeah, I, so. I can see them him being like, well, and and, and that's the other thing. Too. Like I don't want everybody like like I. Who was I? I read somewhere like everybody's thinking like, and, and the, somebody called him an idiot. Like, oh my god, AEW's going to get so many people. Like, no, like AEW's not going to smartly. They're not going to like, oh yeah, let's sign all these people. And yeah, they're, they're not going to be like, fuck you, <laughs> signing people that ain't got money either. And they're in, they're not in a financial position to do this either. So I mean, they're they're lucky they haven't laid off anybody. Yeah. I, I so. think the thing that really is helping them is just the relationship between um, what's his face, the owner, and. TNT because well doesn't I mean they're, they're probably not going to screw them like USA and Fox is going to screw WWE. Don't they actually have more money than WWE? And they do. I, and, I mean, and part, and I part mean the guy the, who owns it has more money than WWE. Yeah, that's what I mean. And the other, thing, and the other yeah. thing too about AEW is that they're privately owned; they're not publicly traded, so they don't have stockholders or anything like that. that right. they, yeah, they don't anybody. I, but I don't yeah. think they're still not going to be like, oh, hey, let's just sign people because obviously they want like. You know, they want people that want to be there, certain people that, you know what I mean, like, they don't... And the contracts are definitely not nearly as ridiculous either. And some of those guys, I think, some of those guys, I feel like they, they only pay when they're there. I don't think they have every single one of those guys that are on the show signed under an exclusive contract. 
So yeah, most of them are it. exclusive. Most of them are like you can work wherever you want, and then you'll, you'll yeah. Just I mean, even Jericho. Them. I mean, Jericho can work wherever you know. What I mean, like in Jericho, I think it's like I want to say he might be the highest. Right. Hey, if he's not, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I know he. I know he's. I remember him saying something like it was a lot more money that he was making in WWE. So, which has to be a That's lot more impressive. Yeah. All right, so moving on from that. So, Mike, you said that there was an article that came out that raised your ire a little bit. So why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit more about it and go from and we'll well, let, me, from let me get my pop. Let me get my popcorn ready. So, <laughs> okay, <clear>. so <laughs> yesterday I got home and I started watching. I always watch a few other YouTube channels that report on wrestling to, to get a lot of the backstage rumbling. And Russell Talk has been one of the more reliable ones I, I listen to. They're based in uh, the UK. They reported that I believe it was either PW Insider or um, oh, what's the other one? That's like the big one. Uh, I can't remember. But one of them reported that the reason and the current um, next week Vince is having a meeting for the stockholders. The right. supposedly the narrative of that meeting has now changed from this is what we're doing with this crisis to now this is how we're still profitable throughout the year, regardless of this uh, crisis. So they went and cut all of this talent and cut all this cost, not because they were going to go like belly up or be like financially just distraught because of it, but because Vince wanted the stockholders to, to see them as profitable when there's a pandemic going on. Okay. And, and I, I get maybe where they're coming from that. So that meeting is scheduled for April 23rd, but that meeting, like, have you ever actually looked at a stock financial before or like a, a stockholders presentation before? No. Okay. So that presentation takes like months to create. And it's basically this long winded thing that breaks down all the financials for the, the previous quarter. Okay. So what they're doing is they're going over where they made money, where they lost money, and stuff like that in quarter one. Quarter one ended on March 31st. So these cuts actually have nothing to do with what they're going over for quarter one. Now, yes, can they look at that money and say, okay, so this is the money that we are, you know, this 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 money we're investing here or moving here, and that's going to be where this projects for the future? Yes. Around about when it when you, it rounds up all the talent, it ends up being about four million dollars, correct? So, but the talent portion of that, and that even comes from Dave Meltzer, is only like around seven hundred thousand. The rest of it is actually the writing staff. Fuck coaches. Dave Meltzer, exactly. <laughs> the writing staff, the coaches, and stuff like that. And even that, you you don't know because nobody knows. Like some of these guys' contracts are not public knowledge, so you don't really know how much they're saving and stuff like that. But at the same time, and I just want to let you know, Mike, I did a lot of research on this. Not only did I, I actually emailed and shout out to Michael Guido, who is the vice president of investor relations of WWE. I emailed him just to double check when their quarterly financials end. And I, he confirmed it for me. He responded back within five minutes and confirmed it for me that, that their, their first quarter revenue ended on March 31st. So this whole thing is a presentation talking about the first quarter, like what the first quarter was and where their projections are, okay? So WWE has some reserve funds that they can actually work off of, but when you talk about how much you have to pay each talent, 
And when you look at the lack of revenue streams they have coming in, because look, from looking at it from this perspective right now, they're missing European tours. They're not getting revenue from. They're missing out on live events that they're not getting money uh, money from. They're not getting money at the gate from people coming into the to the um, to the venue. Their only revenue streams right now are their TV contracts and WWE Network, and that is it. So I can understand why they're trying to save money. It has it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with just appeasing the stockholders. It has to do with still trying to basically do something to to have some extra income laying around so they can sustain no matter how long this pandemic takes so so here here's a couple things one you you, did you you actually forgot to mention how much WWE has put back they have over half a billion dollars with a b put back in reserves two right now the big orange gorilla that runs this idiotic country has essentially decided that everything's going to start reopening soon. So it's either going to fucking shit's going to hit the fan and we're going to have a much higher death rate or it's going to go back to the status quo come July or August and they'll be able to go back to normal. So a couple months of hard times and and using that backup money or just firing a bunch of talent, which, I mean, realistically... Yeah, a lot of this talent is probably talent that they only re-signed because they didn't want to go into AEW anyway, but that's on them. I mean, if you're going to be a shitty piece or asshole and try to withhold people and just have them sit at home and get paid so they don't go to your competitor that you don't think is a competitor, then that's on you to still fucking honor that that fucking contract. Like, to, okay. to be like, oh, we're going to release you because times are tough and there's a, a pandemic. Like, fuck you. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, so maybe they do have this money in reserve or whatever. You don't know how much of that is liquid. You don't know how much of that is assets. You don't know how much of that is the you know the stuff that's in their warehouse and different things like that. So they may have money in reserve, but that money in reserve may not actually be something they can necessarily touch. And also, that money is there in case of an extreme emergency. So if they can cut think, a little bit. This is an extreme emergency, Jason. There's a fucking pandemic. Okay, but, if, <laughs> but, if they can, but if they can still afford to pay their top talent while getting rid of people that really aren't doing much for them right now, knowing that, hey, as soon as things get back to normal, we can bring these people back, then what's the harm in doing that? The, the definition of being laid off is when an employee's value no longer exceeds the compensation. That's when a layoff occurs and has to do with the worth of the organization, not the actual person. It's business. So you're telling like, so basically Zach Ryder and he, and, and, um, and, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Zach, the major brothers, right? Kurt Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. And he's Slater. Okay. So those guys work live events for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. They, they have no live event revenue. So they're, they're, they're literally sitting at home making money with nothing to do. So that's why you lay them off because their compensation. But, at but this they time aren't laid has, off, Jason. They're released. There's a difference. But, they have, but that's the thing. You can't release an independent contractor. They are released and they're able to still make money because of the way the laws work now with uh, with being released. He's be, They're being released because their main revenue stream is live events. They work off of live events. They're not making money on those live events. They can't afford to pay them. And yeah, they got into a bad contract with the Good Brothers because those guys, unfortunately, haven't lived up to it. So their compensation is not meeting 
it's it's not exceeding what they're what they're doing right now. So basically, they're like, you know what? These guys are kind of dead weight. Maybe we can bring them back later for less money, or maybe we can do something with them down the way. But right now, they're costing us too much money. So that, and you could kind of see where that where, where they're coming from. There, they didn't get rid of anybody that's vital. They're keeping those guys, and they still have to pay those guys. So you know, and they have they don't have revenue coming in to pay those guys. So they're going to have to use some of that reserve that they have to pay some of the top stars they have, like Roman Reigns and you know, uh, fucking the Undertaker or let's and say that, that's another thing. Braun so like, Strowman, the whole thing, all these people aren't doing anything for us right now. So we're gonna we're gonna release them and then maybe bring them back later. Well, what about all this top talent? I, I've watched Raw, SmackDown, NXT. There ain't a shit ton of top talent out there on the fucking show right now. So. They're just sitting at home get paid too. Yeah, I mean, if you look at yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns is home. He's he's what one of the highest paid. He's but, home, but, but Roman Reigns also has leukemia and it's not safe. Okay, okay. what about Undertaker? Undertaker, but yeah, hey, the great grandpa who only comes around at like Santa Claus once a year. But the thing is, though, Vince is always going to take care of the guys that have been there for him for a long period of time. Undertaker over the years has made him who made the money that has made Vince what he is today. So Vince is going to take care of that guy. So yeah, Mike, he might not Mike take Keogh care. He's there thirty-one years. Exactly. Oh, and, Kurt and, Angle, and, and those yeah. guys, and those guys are part of who were furloughed, and those are guys that they are going to bring back. They just had to let him go for. See, right I'm now. curious about Kurt Angle though, because he's te- if he's technically working in the back, why did they announce him like a talent being released? On the list that I saw, Kurt Angle was not on the talent list. He was on the he was on the, on the okay. Because I was just going based off their tweets. I didn't see like a separate list of who was who. Um, yeah. But in the a tweet that they released, said that these people have been released, and we wish them the best in their future endeavors. So, so I'm like, wait, was he still like on a talent contract, and they just like transitioned him backstage and never actually made him an employee? Yeah, and that and that's and that's something they always say, no matter what, who they let go is we wish you the best of your future endeavors. I feel like it's become kind of almost like a tongue in cheek joke, a tongue in cheek. Uh, I can't even say it, tongue in cheek joke at this point. That you know, it's almost like okay, you're getting future endeavored. That's almost what they, people call it anymore, rather than firing. So yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from, and I get maybe where you know that that article is coming from, but from any research that I've done, and from what I know. Because, you know, like the company that I work for, I'm actually like a, I do get stock for that company. And I've even looked into buying WWE stock because it's actually comparatively to what it normally is. It's actually low right now. And that's actually what I said to the guy that I emailed is that I was looking into buying stock. and I want some information, but um, to his credit, he emailed me right fucking back. So credit to that guy. And and if he's listening, I'm not lying. I am actually looking into it and I, and I may actually switch some of my stocks to it, but Basically, I mean, I've I've seen. I mean, you know how much that is then. <laughs> well, it's like, my, it's like my company, and they they sent out a letter and said as of April thirtieth, they're going to freeze our because they contribute, you know, for stock. Oh, your four hundred one k contributions. No, no, not that. Um, but like we have stock like, option. Stock, like yeah, we we have like gotcha. retirement, a separate thing like retirement. It's like like gotcha. an ESOP basically, and yeah. they said as of April thirtieth, it's going to be a freeze. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what, what dicks? Oh, man. My, my company fucked me over to you today, so uh, we'll talk about that off the air, though. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I again, I got where you're coming from, but, like, I just wanted to, like, do some research into this and kind of look into it because it didn't seem right to me. And, like, I feel like people – and, I, you know, I, there are plenty of reasons that we can vilify Vince McMahon. Uh, for, first thing that comes for, to for, mind – For, like, uh, completely laying off the entire XFL, then filing bankruptcy? 
Yeah, but the, he wasn't making revenue from that. And you understand that he took that money out of his per- that that money that supported the XFL had nothing to do with WWE. Oh, I'm aware. He, I'm he just saying that money out of his personal bank filing bankruptcy on a company that he just started listening That's years ago. what you do though. Like other like any other company in that same position, like that's what you do in that situation when you don't that company is bankrupt. So they paid out the they they paid out all the players contracts throughout the rest of the season and then he was out of money and declared bankruptcy there, there's nothing wrong with that that's what you do that's how you that's that's how any company in the same position that he was in there would have handled it the exact same way he, he honored their contracts the, their their sponsorships were out he had no income coming in he had no money he was in debt so he he, he filed bankruptcy. That's what you do. So I, I hadn't heard anything about him honoring the contracts. I had heard See, that. that you got to get the information before you just spout off and start calling Vince a fucking dick. All right. I mean, he, he is a telling, fucking dick. He's so, telling I Vince mean, to suck your dick when you're not getting the full information. So I'm just saying his, his history <laughs> has, has basically made it so it's pretty easy to believe what a piece of shit he is. And, and look, and, 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 and honestly, like I watched the Jimmy Snooker Dark Side of the Ring today, and I, I look at him in a whole new light now because he basically helped Jimmy Snooker get away with fucking murder. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <laughs> exactly my fucking I, I mean, I, I, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are many reasons that you can vilify Vince McMahon, and they're justified. Go, go, back, go back and watch. Um, uh, who was it? It was like uh, 2020. Reports, not the, not the John Stossel incident with Doctor Doctor D, but like uh, twenty twenty and a couple other like news things, like when he was going through the whole steroid trial. Oh yeah, thing. he like gets up and like attacks him and starts screaming at him, stuff like that. Oh my, but like yeah, but go back, you can find it on YouTube and stuff, and a lot of, but there was this not only like steroid scandal, but like the sex scandals with Pat Patterson and like, um other people like you know sexually assaulting like ring boys and stuff like oh it's it's crazy yeah. it's all allegations like he was never like charged or anything a lot of it's obviously allegations and stuff but it's like crazy to hear some of these people and some of the times when he goes off on people like that some of it i think he does just more for the show for the camera to to like kind of raise a little bit of uh ire or like you know basically no no, no press is bad press kind of thing like he's 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 basically more in character more than anything and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like I said, you could definitely vilify Vince McMahon for lots of things. But what he's done in his business and what he's done over the, over the past like, couple of weeks with this whole COVID nineteen thing, he's handled it properly. And Mike, you yourself on our little special episode basically said that CEOs and executives should take a pay cut to help pay for the talent and WWE's done that. And the majority of the money that they saved of, of, of this $4 million has come from executive pay cuts and from suspending the project and then building their, their new, you know, huge shrine to Vince McMahon's greatness and their new. <laughs> so, I mean, they've done, they've done, I mean, they've I mean, done everything right. Points to them. The situation right. So points I mean, to them for doing that. But my, my point that I made wasn't that they should just do that. They should do that so that way they don't have to get rid of employees. There's a difference. Okay. They but did both. There's but sometimes the... you have to, you have to do that, right? Like in, you know, in my company, it's a, a rather large company as well. And, you know, for the most part, not a single retail employee has been laid off, but I know there are employees that are higher up that are like in business channels and different things like that have been 
furloughed just in the because they don't have any work for them they don't have anything for these guys to do and you know these guys that are making these cushy paychecks aren't going to do customer care to help the help the company out they're not going to be bothered to you know be on the phone and shit like that to like help people so you know they they did get furloughed and because the company can't afford to pay them but not a single like frontline employee like us peasants as you as you call us that are that are essential none of us have, have been laid off in fact they've even paid us to stay home uh if you know that, that must be nice i'll get paid so, to stay home yeah so i'm sorry that your company sucks but my oh, company, my company has hit a whole new level of suck so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about with that? I feel like we've we've. Covered I, I it. want to it hear Kevin's the, opinion on the whole thing. It wasn't quite the vigor and uh, the uh, the explosion that I thought it might be, but I thought we handled it like gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, kind I'm of impressed. Kind of yeah, everyone just assumes that I'm just going to start yelling like Jake incoherently until you give up. But no, if you fucking come at me back and forth, we can have a discussion. I'll get heated okay. and I'll yeah. yell at you and I'll call you stupid and I'll tell Vince man a piece of shit, but. <laughs> I'll still have a conversation with you and accept your your information as fact or fiction, depending on where you get your sources. Okay, and I I got pretty. You would have took the time to hunt down who the fuck is in charge of the stock market for WWE. (laughs) I can't really fucking defend much on that. Mike Jason called me (laughs) to like right after he got the email back this afternoon. Oh my god, he was like, "I'm ready." I was so He's, happy because <laughs> you you made the comment on our chat about like bringing the shovels and Jason called me. He's like, "That motherfucker thinks he's got the shovels. I'm about to bury his ass." <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> oh, it was great. Like not in like you know like talking shit behind your back thing. Just like he's like, "Oh, I can't wait for this." Oh, that's exactly what it was. Well, oh, yeah, dude, I, I, I want all. <laughs> I want all fanboy fight. Oh, no, I mean, I didn't say anything to him that I wasn't going to say to your face. And I basically, yeah, right. yeah. So, no, yeah, it was, yeah. well, not necessarily to your face because obviously we're yeah. not doing this on social distancing, Jason. Right. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, but yeah, he basically called me and said, he's like, oh man, like, oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I kept thinking about all day. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to be like, oh man. Oh, I was I was kind of we were kind of slow at work, so I decided to go all fanboy fight club on this and do a bunch of research. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> Jason oh, literally spent how, how long did you work today, Jason? Eight hours. Let's say. Uh, yeah, about or, that. Or, or, excuse me. How long were you at physically at your work? Eight hours from ago. from about nine. Well, what time did I get there? We opened at eleven, so I got there at ten thirty. I left at seven fifteen. So yeah, somewhere around eight hours. Okay, so let's figure, Jason. I spent right? about four of them on, on this. <laughs> I was going to wow. say like seven hours and wow. minutes. I feel like that makes me the real winner, that I got him so heated, he wasted four hours of his life to prove me wrong. I think what you want, but anyway. I feel like that makes me the true winner right there, that I, could, I have that kind of power. <laughs> anyway, all right, so we can move on from that. Um, yeah, Kevin, what did you think of uh, the, the whole thing there? Yeah, I mean, which side do you pick, Kevin? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I had to kind of take Jason's side for him to be able to go through and email somebody from WWE and get a response that quick. Well, I didn't say who did more work. I just meant who, who do you agree with? Is Vincent being oh, a piece no, of I'm, shit I'm for doing this, or is no, it? I'm, no, but my, I'm all about work ethic, and I'm going. <laughs> I don't care if I what opinion is right or not. Oh, so, well, I like no, the I, guy who always brings all the rumors to our fucking show. Takes the guy who who made facts. <laughs> I don't know. It's no. I mean, no. But in in all fairness, you guys both make good arguments. Like I could see, like, um, I don't know. 
Either way, it just sucks. No matter what. It It really does. It's a, it's a terrible situation. I feel bad for the guys that were, you know, sent home and, and let go. And, and for the guys that are furloughed, hopefully, you know, we are starting our company, starting to open more stores and they are kind of planning to re maybe they can get jobs country. So with with you guys, I I honestly think though, it's still going to be a little while before they start allowing a mass crowd of people. So you know, maybe they'll start doing small shows at the performance center and letting some people in there. Although Florida's like, oh, there's gonna be a no, there'll be a mass crowd, but they're gonna be masked, masked, yeah. Crowd. Oh my god, our company talked about sending us uh face visors, and I was like, not unless they have windshield wipers. <laughs> oh my god. I will not wear it unless it has windshield wipers, so I can be prepared for Sergeant Slaughter. To I kind of want, want like a luchador mask or something just to wear. <laughs> Everything's covering except for your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Your, your exactly. mouth and your eyes. No, no, no I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go full on like Jushin Thunder Liger, like with the horns. There you you go. know what I mean, or like psychosis, with, you know. So, <laughs> so, so I have another thing that I thought about after we did that episode. So. What does this mean for the the W figure line? Because a lot of these guys have figures coming out soon. I mean, it's like so, royalties and stuff on that, but so. not necessarily. Because in the past, when people have left, they just they mix that figure out of the line. Like, um, there's there's a super rare figure. It's the WWE Elite Series Mattel Series One um, Jeff Hardy figure. It was set to come out, and then right before they started shipping out, or as they're about to start shipping out, Jeff left the company. So they weren't allowed to sell that figure. So there were a handful of them that accidentally got out on shipments that are out there in the world that are worth ridiculous amounts of money. But for the most part, like that figure was removed from the line. So like, are they going to do like, oh, well, you, you, they aren't contracted with us anymore, so you can't do that figure. And that means we're not going to get like that Edgehead uh, three right. in one thing, and the 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 poor Drake Maverick. He was finally going to get a figure where he's in wrestling tights instead of in like that weird security guard geared with the AOP. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, are the I wonder if how this is going to work? Because Mattel, I mean, Mattel's changed a lot since Series One, so I don't know if maybe they do have individual like rights with them, or because the we owns these people's names, but not their likeness. If it's gonna Change right. that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess time will tell. And you never know. That, I mean, by the time those are set to be released, they could be back. So true, because that the that next series isn't set to hit until like this summer, and right. that and that one doesn't have anyone except for Shake the Snake in it, which is going to be real awkward. <laughs> that one, I'm not sure how they're going to manage since they announced it literally two weeks after he showed up on AEW. Yeah. Well, I think they still have a Legends deal with him, so I mean, he can still work. I can't imagine if, if Vince won't let people go on talk as Jericho. Why? I can't imagine he'd be like, "Yeah, you're still, you're still contracted with me in any way, shape, or form, but you can go work for AEW." Yeah, but Vince can make money off of him. I don't make money off of him, so maybe. I mean, it doesn't have his awesome new haircut that he has now, so it'll be a little bit different. <laughs> well, that's because this is this is like super young, <laughs> not not super old, right? Jake the Snake Roberts even looked old when he was young, so he's, oh, yeah, he's one of yeah. those guys that no matter how young he is, he's always looked like he's but God, 50. God, God, is he a fucking, like, just his psychology, wrestling psychology, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought you were just going to be like, oh, God, he's such a manly man or something. I didn't know where that was going. No, no, no I'm no. just saying, like, his, just, his interview, man, is just, 
It's just fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's second to none. It really is. I mean, the guy's just on a different level. Like, his, his interview before his match with DiBiase at WrestleMania 6, like... Yeah. He's one good. of the best ever. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's. I, I really wish that it would have worked out with him being in WWE. I think I think WWE would be a lot better today if if he were in some sort of backstage producer role. But oh yeah, just yeah, just to, I mean, because even like Paul Heyman, I mean, it was even I mean, you if you ever watched you know Beyond the Mat, how he talks about Jake Roberts and stuff. I mean, you imagine those two working together. Right. Holy shit! Yeah, that's yeah. good shit. <laughs> that's good shit. <laughs> Um, uh, real quick, uh, real quick. Did you guys hear uh, what John Moxley said about he'd rather work at McDonald's than be a WWE producer? Wow, wow. Because he said it's because it's such a fucking he says such a horrible job being a WWE producer. I mean, it doesn't surprise I, me since Vince can walk in literally minutes before the show and just rip the entire script in half and be like, start over. So. Like yeah, I guess that would be a pretty shitty job. I like, I, money I, wise, I, I think I'd suck it up for. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I, literally just, I literally just read that before we came on the air. I was like, oh shit, I gotta bring this up. I yeah. You guys heard that? Like, I feel like John Moxley may be the only person more bitter at WWE than CM Punk was when he left. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like CM Punk at least eventually kind of like he cooled no, off no. a little bit. Where no, I he, feel he, like he sued them. <laughs> he yeah. sued their doctor. Well, that was because their doctor sued, sued him. They're trying to kill him. <laughs> well, that, well, that, and also then the the doctor the doctor sued him for uh, like oh, the podcast. slander because of the podcast. So he countersued. Like it right. wasn't like he just sued the doctor just because of oh, yeah, the right, thing. Yeah, because um, yeah, Punk was done even after they delivered his fucking contract release on his wedding day. Um, and then he did that podcast, and then like they were like, "Oh well, fuck you, we're gonna tie you up in lawsuits." Blah blah blah. Now, now, now him and Col- now him and Cole Gabbana were in a lawsuit. You know what I mean? Like best friends. Oh yeah, because Cole Gabbana fucking yeah. sued him because he apparently like claimed he was gonna like cover his costs and stuff in the lawsuit and help him out. But then Cole Gabbana fucking went to a a fucking raw taping or something, and he's just like, "Mother, they're suing us, and you're gonna go to their fucking show." Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. Uh yeah. Oh, oh man, ended, ended real badly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've ended some friendships badly, but that was. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now Colt Cabana is getting tossed around on AEW, but we'll get to that. Uh, so we can talk about some of the shows. Uh, is there anything that kind of stood out to you guys? I know I, I haven't got a chance to watch SmackDown yet because we're recording this and it just ended a little bit ago. But I, I did watch Raw, AEW, and NXT. Um, I thought Raw was okay for what it was. Um, I like that they're done showing the WrestleMania rewind matches and they're just kind of focusing on what's going on. I, I think the one nice kind of silver lining with, with Raw is that they're getting to showcase some talents that may not necessarily get showcased because they're kind of limited to to using the people that live in the Tampa area. Um, or at least they're willing to stay in the Tampa area. <laughs> right, or, or at least travel there, like No Way Jose did, and unfortunately he ended up getting furloughed oh, right he, after. But he, but okay, he so, wait, that decision. so wait, now that, I, now that I remember it, from last week's show, we, we, we talked off air about oh, what yeah. I forgot oh, yeah, you couldn't remember what you were going to talk about, yeah. yeah. So, the revival... Late. Oh yeah, we we kind we kind of mentioned it briefly on the other, yeah. the other the other day too. But, but the yeah. one that you didn't oh, show up because you were too busy sleeping while two birds cut a promo on you. Uh, well, you know, 
right, no, I, I want your I, no, I want your opinion on that though. What, what are your, what's your opinion on the revival leaving? Oh, I mean, it's I mean, it's just been a matter of time. So, right, and yeah. It's a oh my god, have, have you heard the stupid names that they gave themselves? Yeah, they oh, kept yeah. their they kept their first names or they kept their. They're using the, the, real they, last they, names, but they give themselves really weird first names. Yeah, they basically give them first names that sound kind of like the WWE. Is it, ca- is it Cash Wheeler? Cash no. Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, Cash Wheeler and... I, forget, I, forget I can't remember what... Ah, oh, fuck, what was the other one? Um, well, because it was Scott Dawson, so it's... I, I can't remember. It was, it, was, it was something real stupid. Let me see. Let me start and find it real quick. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely having some fun with it, and I think they're they're going to be fine. I mean, they'll those are the, those are two guys that will definitely end up in AEW because tag, oh, yeah. tag and, team and wrestling's important there. They'll they'll end up there for sure. Yeah, and they're, they'll do really really well there. So yeah, I, I'm already I'm, looking forward to the Young Bucks I, match versus, versus them. So oh, I mean that's like that's Tully and Arn versus Rock and Roll Express. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're an old school like fan like me, like I love to see that match. So yeah. Without a doubt, so yeah, good and good for them because it, it was a long time coming. I, I, oh, so so I found it. His name is Dax Harwood. Dax Hardwood, yeah. <laughs> well, not Hardwood, just Harwood. He left out the D oh, because apparently he didn't want to be a porn star, or because his body was taken. Harwood, Harwood is his last name. That's why. That's um, I think he. I think it was just taken that, that there was already a porn star probably out there with that name, so he couldn't use it. <laughs> uh, that's that's good. In my head cannon. Um. <laughs> Oh, what was their? What was their? I saw their new tag team name too. Uh, Fear the Revolt or something like that. Fear the Revolt. <laughs> I think it's what it is. The Revolt. Uh, or the Revolt or the Revival. It's a Revolt. Oh, they did manage to get the, the trademark for their finishing move though, the Shatter Machine. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I want to say their names. Oh, their the new Revolt. names supposedly the top guys. Uh, but not, but it's not guys. been one hundred percent confirmed. What's that hashtag FTR mean? What's that FTR stand for? I think it's uh, forever the revival. But uh, if you ask okay. the uh, young bucks, it's fuck the revival. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, cool. So, uh, anything stand out on Raw to either one of you guys? Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of digging angry Seth Rollins. Yeah, I like that. And he's I mean, I like him better when he's an asshole and, and thinks he's God, but I'll take angry. That works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you think, kind of, you think the kind of program I thought was going to happen. Do you, th- so. you think it's too soon to put him with Drew? Or really, I mean, if you look at it, he's the only build-up heel that they can really put with. Yeah, I honestly thought yeah, that, that's where they were going to go right away. So There's not really a whole lot of anybody unless they had like a big return, like a surprise thing of like, oh, so-and-so came back and attacked him or something. Like, yeah. I feel like Seth's the only obvious choice. My biggest fear is that they're going to fucking put it on Seth in the first time they have a match. And they'll just... <laughs> Basically, yeah, and, and, Rome, and, and Roman will get the title at SummerSlam. And then... <laughs> Even though he's not on Raw. Or no. Um, oh, you know what? I wonder... Ver- you know, no, Roman will get the Universal title at SummerSlam. And then they'll have Rollins uh, reigns at Survivor Series, Survivor Series type thing. Yeah. I, could just, I, could just, I just see that all playing out in my head. Um, so, I can just, all I can see is Rollins hitting the stomp then Roman bouncing up and doing a Superman punch, and then Rollins bounces off the rope, stop, and then he bounces up Superman punch again, and it's just like wash, rinse, repeat for 20 minutes until we all just cancel our network subscription. 
Roman, <laughs> r- Roman, you know, doing the. Well, if you, if you, cancel, you can't, if you cancel, we we all cancel. So that's pretty True. accurate. <laughs> so, lucky for you, I forget to cancel everything. So we're we're good for a while. Jason's like, don't cancel because it's my turn to take over and pay for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, here's something though too that I thought was kind of interesting that came across my Twitter, and this was actually reported uh, supposedly by originally by by Melcher's crew is that um, according to Vince, Roman Reigns' name is not to be spoken on mm. WWE TV, mm. similar to Benoit. Mm. Okay. What you got something on that? I I just I literally I was talking to Mike about this. Yeah, he on. was talking to me right before okay. you jumped into the, okay. so, the so, chat. So go ahead. So my my thought on this is I think that's kind of just I think that's one of those things where they're they're not hearing his name, so they're coming up with this story. But here's 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 my thing with that. Roman is not a part of the story right now. He's not there. There's no reason to talk about Roman Reigns. So the fact that they're not talking about him, I think, has less to do with Vince putting out this order, don't talk about Roman Reigns, or other than they they just don't, there's no point to talk about Roman Reigns because he's not there. I I think I have a similar thought. I think it's combined with the fact, if you've noticed, since this all started, WWE really tries to avoid the subject of COVID-19. They, they don't discuss it. They don't mention it as a reason why someone's not there. They make up some sort of just random thing or they just don't mention it at all. Right. And I think it's more so of don't talk about Roman because then it gets into the conversation of why he couldn't be at WrestleMania and why he's currently not here. He's not part of the product right now, so it's, he doesn't need to be talked about anyway. So no need to, to bring up that, that if we don't have to. And if yeah, that is the case, yeah. yeah. If that is the case, then that's totally fine, and that yeah. makes total sense. But the way it's presented is that the the way that they compared it was saying yeah, that to Chris Roman Benoit. is to yeah. compare to Chris yeah. Benoit, me skipping mania because he has Luke right. Same as murdering his entire family. <laughs> exactly, and yeah. that and that's where I had the problem with that. And like oh, when somebody yeah. posted that on Twitter, I was like. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like that's that's definitely not the case. He's still <laughs> under contract with them. If it was that bad, they would have don't, just don't released talk to him. him about him because we don't want to be yeah. like Crystal Law. <laughs> yeah, and that would be the worst thing that they could absolutely do at this time. If like, let's say like this never happened. Like, oh, we're yeah, don't mention Roman Reigns because we're phasing him out. And we're gonna release him too or something. That would be the absolute worst. Oh man, that'd be that'd be a shitstorm of the internet. The poor like, guy. This guy has can't, had cancer, can't work because he could die, and they fucking release him. Yeah. Right. So give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why we so, always say. I'm glad you guys are in agreement with me on that. I'm glad it's not going to be like a a fight about it. But I just thought that was the dumbest thing I ever heard when I heard it. What yeah, did you I, I can understand not mentioning him. That that doesn't bother me. It's just the fact that they, when you mentioned that they they compared it to Chris Benoit, I'm like really? Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's what I was saying to Mike off the air. I said, "Oh, I mean, I could see them releasing him, but like, there's no way they ever. They couldn't be that stupid. No, definitely not. Yeah. I feel like if they're gonna release him, now is not the time. And I mean, if you want to talk about someone who isn't really doing anything for the company, I mean, he's a, a fucking working man. 
but he doesn't have the best track record of being over and having like incredible sales and stuff like that. So like if they released him, I'd be shocked. But at the same time, I'd be like, well, it makes sense because the fans are not really behind him as like but a see, top I, guy. But I see, I can't see it because like, to me, like he's like their golden goose. You're right. I, in their mind, he's the golden goose. That's what I was, yeah. That's in their saying. wallets, he's not though, because I mean, let's be honest. Out of like, if you had a top ten of guys who are like, they sell merch, they people want to see him, they they are in the plans for X Y Z, and they don't have to change it because of anything. Like, I mean, they they fucking were changing things because they didn't want to have Roman get booed again. Like. If you have to do that, then that that's not the kind of guy that's like your your face of the company at that point. And, and who, who, who is like? Hold on. In 2019, Roman was the second highest seller for merchandise in WWE. Really? That is shocking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of dudes' wives and girlfriends buying shirts. So I mean, he's he's making them money. That's, now, that's what I was going to ask. Was like of like full time talent who like right now number one. Number like, one. Number one in number one in 2019 was Becky Lynch. And huh. So it went, it went Becky, Roman, AJ, and then John Cena, then Braun, then Seth, then Jude. Whoa, 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 whoa. How is John Cena selling that much merch when that motherfucker ain't even like he he wasn't even there in 2019? Kids, that's the thing. Kids, so I mean, is I that mean, shit, action figures or is that just like merch, merch like the shirts and shit? That, uh, it's merchandise, so it's it's. I think it's everything. Uh, that may that might be what skews it then, because yeah, if it includes figures, that makes sense. Because even though he's not like actively in the company, there's like constantly fucking John Cena figures everywhere. Yeah, but they always have stuff that his stuff like they, at, like, at live events. They always have John Cena shirts. So it doesn't like when, J- when Jason and I went when we went to Raw was it last year we went to Raw? Yeah, yeah, we went to Raw last year. Like. I'm pretty sure Jason and I each bought one of those John Cena towels for our kids. So yeah, I mean, I know yeah. I bought one. So shame you know, on both of you. It, that is that you. I'm calling child services. Oh, that was that was a couple. Years, that wasn't last year. I feel like that was a couple years ago. I could be wrong though. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was for our birthday last year. Oh, it was okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we were going to go to NXT, then we didn't. Then we went to NXT this year. Yes. Yeah, I should call child services on both of you for buying. Cena merchandise for your children. Shame on you. My daughter likes Cena, but I mean, what, what do you want me to do? Get her to have better taste. So the fiend, though, is number one as of right now. Yeah, that that that's that I knew because I knew he, yeah, he, he became one. number he became number one in the fourth quarter of last year, and I think because yeah, he, he didn't really he didn't show up till what August when uh, SummerSlam. So right. that yeah. makes sense that yeah he he was kind of behind the eight ball in that uh-huh. one. Oh, thank God the hero Bill Goldberg beat him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, right? The hero who beats the monster. The hero that beats the monster. Yeah, the, the modern day Hulk Hogan. See, you hear, you hear the birds chirping? Their yeah, they're, they're like, fuck you, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. They're live tweeting Bill Goldberg right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I'm, just, about- I'm just happy that they're playing with this. Like, they had this like toy in there, had a the bell. And just, just, the damn thing just sits in there. And I feel like they don't ever like. They just every time I come in, they're just sitting in the same spot. So now they're playing with it because you're on the podcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they got to show you that it was worth the money. Yeah. All right. So it's 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 (laughs) it's going to be Kevin's son's bedtime. So we should probably start wrapping this up a little bit. Oh no, he's downstairs. 
sleep in somewhere else. So oh, okay. he right. locked him in a closet somewhere. He's like, "This is Daddy's studio tonight. You're gonna stay here." <laughs> he stole his bedroom so he could record a podcast. No, you're he's... sleeping on the floor tonight, kid. I'm 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 doing <laughs> my podcast. He brought up a little doggy bed. <laughs> oh god! All right, so. AEW on Wednesday, we got Chris Jericho on commentary again, which I thought was great. Um, him and Giovanni do have some good chemistry together, so it was, it was fun hearing those guys. Yvonne? The one, yeah, the one thing I was a little disappointed about, and I'll be honest, and this is probably just nitpicky, why did Colt Cabana get in so much offense against Lance Archer? Because he's Colt Cabana. They spent a lot yeah. of money on his ass. No, it's Colt Cabana, though. I mean, I, I just don't see... Like, you, you put him up against think, Marco Stunt, and then he fucking destroys him, and then he destroys the next person he faces, and then Colt Cabana's going to give him, like, a 15-minute match? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think cause, I think because it's a tournament match, and, you know, they want to... I don't I didn't think... No, nah, they, they, should, they should have had him breeze through the entire tournament until he got to Cody. And so they should have, have, they should have, have had him a 15-minute Lesner match be against Cody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what he did to Marco Stunt. I mean, he threw the guy into the front row. Well, Marco Stunt's like two feet tall. No, like, I get that, but I'm still. I mean, I, I, just... I mean, okay. I mean, I, I think probably just because, like, you know, Coca Band is like, you know, legit, you know, sports athlete. You know, I'm not saying you know, what I mean, like, he's got credibility of like football and stuff. So I, you know, like Mike said, he's Coca Banda. So. Right, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. So, so breaking news here on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently, a little over an hour ago, WWE posted that the WWE superstars will climb the corporate ladder at Money in the Bank. The match begins on the ground floor of WWE headquarters, but the briefcase will be hanging all the way on top of the roof of the corporate tower. I did hear about that. That is and you just didn't bring it up. Sorry. Well, no. So, okay. I, I take that back. I heard that they were going to use the corporate offices for money in the bank. But when I heard that, I thought they were more talking about like they were going to shoot like promos and stuff like that there. I didn't realize that they were shooting the entire fucking match there. I am so on board for this. Right. Uh, I, what I want though is I, I want six people. Like if you were to do that, you need to put like the entire roster and just have it fucking rat race style. <laughs> just and just be whole, like, have it it's the fucking no, thing. No, the whole no, so be, money in the bank so like no, they do different cuts of guys like fighting and whatever, and somebody sneaks like onto the elevator and they're just like a shot. Yeah. I'm just you know, <laughs> the gets to the next floor, ding, door opens, there's just fighting in the same yeah. pressing the, the door close button real quick. <laughs> he just keeps going up and up and. If that's the case, that person needs to be our truth, and he has to oh be my one God. of the match. <laughs> Archer's just sitting there, like, it's the, the second floor opens, and everyone's there, he's just sitting there, like, pressing the door close button over and over and over oh again. Oh my gosh. The possibilities are so endless. I feel like we're going to come up with all these scenarios, and then we're going to watch. Oh, it's not going to look up expectations at all. It's, eh, it's, that's going to be terrible. We're going to have this thing, like, the, the greatest booking ever in our head, and it's going to end up being, like, five or six people the one's gonna drop out at the last minute they're gonna just fucking be running around beating each other with office chairs if i don't see a chardoken though i'll be very upset (laughs) well you saw one on uh who did that because i laughed out loud when i saw it. somebody threw a chair in one of the matches was on mania or maybe it was on on raw or something like that but recently 
Yeah, somebody was uh do like tight roping the um like tight roping the guardrail and then somebody threw a chair at them while they were doing it and I laughed out loud when I saw it. But I can't was, it, was, was that was. the the tag team match with uh Heavy Machinery versus Ziggler? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. They or no, it was it them versus Ziggler? It was them versus uh fuck, who was it? Was it was it Ms. Morrison? And I think yeah. it was uh, Morrison yeah. was yeah, up yeah, on the yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, chucked yeah. it, hit him, and knocked him yeah. off. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud. I thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> oh, not th- I, I still have that gif of Roman Reigns sprinting yeah. full force, and then just a chair coming out of frame. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the coronavirus right now. Um, so oh. <laughs> that oh, that took sorry. a dark turn. We mentioned we mentioned it. We shouldn't have done that. Um, and, and you know, it, 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 and the coronavirus in one episode, we're, know, right? we're about to get so forload. <laughs> and honestly, I, I'm, cool, I'm cool with WWE not mentioning it because the whole point of it is to be an escape from, from it to like take your mind off of it. And that's what the whole point of WrestleMania was. That's the whole point of you know what these shows are. And I, I get that. And I'm glad they're not talking about it. I agree. Like, it doesn't need to be like a full point, but I feel like just pretending it's not there is almost like either a insulting the intelligence of the viewer or b just like makes it seem like you're in your own fantasy world like you don't have to like sit there and edit god don't add in this into stories please don't do that Vince man um but you could at least oh like god. like occasionally be like we appreciate you god, so it's all, it's all good he doesn't need to i mean come on but listen <laughs> when they had that match and they started playing like the jesus music or whatever he's like wait a second hold on it's it's 2000 Six. Let's get some good music going for <laughs> God. And they start doing the. It was like dun 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 dun, dun or whatever. <laughs> like the lights like bouncing around like God's like hopping around them. Come on. Oh my God. Do you guys don't remember that? I remember. I remember it. God. Oh man. All right. But anyway. when they but when they go to the church, he does the Triple H water spit. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. The holy water. The oh yeah. <laughs> Hey Shane, uh, guess who I am? <laughs> wow. Alright, oh, so uh anything else on AEW stand out for you guys? Uh the the bubbly bunch. Yeah, the oh, bubbly yeah, bunch. The was bubbly fun. bunch was funny. That's that that was great. Like I mean, they were just, just... <laughs> he, like he's pouring the orange juice and he's just fucking spilling it everywhere. Yeah. And he just makes he makes a fried egg and just gives it to his dog. <laughs> <laughs> But like the, to me, like what was gold was Sammy Guevara counting in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I'm Spanish. Little... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. I, I like Sammy Guevara. I, that dude is pretty damn funny. Like he's willing to do just about everything. I also love yeah, him and Jericho are so good to get. Like they just yeah. And, this, and, like, and, and, and Jericho said on commentary that Sammy Guevara reminds him of a young Chris Jericho. And honestly, if you look back at Chris Jericho when he was in WCW around that age, yeah. I mean, he's he is a young Chris Jericho just being obnoxious and just kind of like goofy. And, and Oh, my God. He needs the you know, list of 1,001 submission holds. <laughs> but he's doing his own thing, which is great. I also liked on the Bubbly Bunch how they were singing the theme song. <laughs> All, yeah. all when they're in their little squares. I know. That was great. <laughs> and then Jake Hager with his kids, earmuffs kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that match to me didn't really live up to the hype, I think. It, it was did... it was just it was ten minutes too long. 
Yeah, like, it, really was. it was just, it, it was cool and everything. Like, it was okay. But just, like, that wasn't, that would have been a great match with full arena. And yeah. it just, like I said, just went like a 10. Or even, or even just having, like, the six people at ringside or the 12 people at ringside that they've had, you know, the fact that it was shot in a different place. It had JR as the lone commentator. It was just, it, it was just kind of jarring because it was completely different than anything else they had presented. But there wasn't any like quality to it. It was actually yeah. it was actually more watered down. So it's supposed to be this big fight feel because they spent the entire night building it up, which and, I loved. I loved. Yeah, that was it, it was a great build to it. They, I loved how they interacted with the celebrities and had all that. But at the same time, it led to kind of a womp womp. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't. It, if it would have taken place in the same arena with the, everything around it and had the yeah, same and, comment, I, and I think and I think that's what took away from it yeah yeah having jericho on commentary like talking how bad like talking down moxley talking up hager would have been great and you know just having jr calling it by himself it just it just wasn't the same for me so did you see the match mike i did not because i i I was still skimming through AEW when you showed up so i i stopped watching oh okay well skim to that match watch it tell us what you think later uh (laughs) nxt i thought was also i you know, I, I, I'm starting to think about now. I don't think I finished NXT. I think I got to close to the end, but I, I don't think I actually finished it. But I did enjoy what I had seen of the show so far. I thought it was actually leaps and bounds better than some of the shows that they've been producing lately. Okay, okay, we got to talk about... Okay, so we, we were talking about Killer Cross, right? Yeah. Is he, is he going to have a different name? Because yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Pay Martinez is now, what, Damian Priest or what? Right. Name. Punishment Martinez is Punishment Martinez. Which Punishment Martinez sounds like a, a fucking kinky porn name. Like he should be in BDSM <laughs> or something. You're right. You're Welcome right. to the dungeon of Punishment Martinez. <laughs> oh, I'm man. your leather daddy tonight. So what do you think? So what do you guys think of his new name? What, what is this? It, it's it's, I, I it's, it's, it's Cadence Kate, Cross. Yeah, it's Kate. It's I thought it was Kate, Kadian. Or Cardian, yeah, it's, it's a, or Cadian, Cardian Cross, yeah. Carnegie Cross. Oh my God, that's did he that's, did, did he come out? <laughs> did he come out with uh, with his wife with his girl or no? Was he just by himself? I don't think he actually came out. Did he? I, the only thing I saw was he beat the shit out of Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, that's the only thing that I saw. But I, I obviously they had to drop Killer. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I mean, it's day you, you can't because if they did Killer, that means they have to. Bring back Chris Wall for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, and, and the oh. other thing is too, like you could just call him Cross, but then you also have Nikki Cross, who's up at WWE. So do you just call him Cross, or do you call him by his first name that they get? Chris I mean, let's be honest. It's Vince McMahon. Here in a few months, he'll just be Cross. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I saw somebody like I saw somebody talk about the name on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, how's he going to get over with this name?" Like, dude, if the guy's going to get over, his name has nothing to fucking do with it. He's going to. I don't over know. I feel like a, a name skills. could could do it could be bad for you. Yeah, I mean, if they gave him the name like piss in a bucket or something like that, yeah, gonna... <laughs> that, that would get over his fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> There'd be no. signs. People would just really. Be... Carrying around buckets with like lemonade in them. Hopefully, if they call him or something like that, maybe. But so so his new name is. (laughs) I'm probably gonna mispronounce this, but it's Karian Cross. K A R R I O N. All right. What were you gonna say, Kev? 
um, title of the show. If they give him a name like Piss in the Bucket, then he. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So NXT. <laughs> Chase, Chase pretty... is like writing that down. Yeah. Like, NXT He's is like, pretty... yeah. Let me write that down as he pretends to make the motions. <laughs> uh, NXT was pretty decent, but um, but yeah, I mean the de- debut of a of a big star always always good. They actually won the ratings war between the two. I guess that doesn't really matter that much, but yeah, I mean winning the ratings war at yeah. this point is like winning a race against like a one legged dude. Like, is it really <laughs> that impressive? All right. I mean, neither one of them are drawing a huge audience. So I yeah, mean, and Raw has really... even dropped an all time low now, point two million. I think I read. Yeah. So, like it's yeah. it's getting real bad, which surprises you think. With, with, well, I mean, in theory, all these motherfuckers are sitting at home. There's not much to watch on TV. So what is everyone watching? Right. Well, I, and that it could be that they're not watching anything. They're watching Tiger King. They're watching. Oh, know, I mean, it's, it, this is America. We don't like our families. So we aren't going to spend time with each other. So, I mean, you know, clearly honestly, they're going I, I've to spend more time with my wife and kids. I feel like than than I have before. Like I feel like we, I, we have spent more time together as a family. I, I think, but I then think you I, also I, complain that your week off from work was harder than your actual work. Yeah, that was last week. If I'm off this week, I'm, it's going to be video games and and uh, movies all time. So, <laughs> plus, plus, by the time like people get to that time of the night, they just they're so exhausted from doing nothing all day and sitting around and you know eating their you know fat fucking greasy potato chips and. <laughs> Man, you know. tell us how you really feel about and, Americans. And then they're disgust, disgusting, you know, meat products and You mean like the cheese. double Big Mac? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that that's what sorry, all I'm right. healing. All, right. all, all right, vegan way to cut the heel promo to end it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything oh for us God. history lesson wise since we really haven't talked about we can't really talk much about well, like began. Yeah, <laughs> go. Um How's our uh, what's going on over tournament? We're so, kind of. Did, the... we, did we forget about that again? Because I'm gonna. No, not gonna yeah, lie. I didn't do anything on Instagram well, because well, even though it's April, it's since, I mean, t- today's like March ninety second. So okay. So so I I did I did I was gonna post one on Wednesday and I was gonna post the other one on Thursday, but then all the releases happened on Wednesday and I thought it was in bad taste. So I gave it a couple of days and I posted one today. So right now we're running a poll with the uh, the the bracket from the uh, from the early two thousands, which is or wait is it the early two thousands? Yeah, 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 yeah. The early two thousands, which has uh, HBK Taker from WrestleMania twenty five going up against TLC two from WrestleMania X eight. So, um, that, so, is, so that is the one right now. So, wait, so here's my H- question: Why would it be in bad taste? None of them are in the bracket. No, I know, but it just seemed like the the whole Twitter community was was real focused on that. So I felt like trying to push something through that would have just, like we wouldn't have gotten. I don't I don't feel like anybody would have voted on it because everybody was so caught up in all the releases and what was going on there. So I, I don't know. I just I just speaking like of oh my case. god. So I finally watched Drake Maverick's like goodbye video thing. And, oh oh my, my god, felt that, that was that was that was sadder than a Pixar movie, man. That was rough. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, that was bad. So, but yeah, so right now um, we got 30 votes on it so far. I just posted it a couple hours ago, but HBK Taker from WrestleMania 25 is winning with 67% of the vote. So if you're a fan of TLC2, make sure you go in and vote on that. You'll get Shit, where's my Twitter app? <laughs> you got another day to go vote. 
And uh, it's because uh, right now it's it's losing to probably one of the greatest matches of all time. So, yeah. Anything else, Kev? Not really. I didn't have anything planned out this week. So Yeah, why would you? So, so, so I just want to point out <laughs> that Kevin is not bringing a lot to the table these days. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we may need to future endeavor him. <laughs> Yeah, well, how about you get your endeavor my nuts? <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, thank you guys. I'm tweeting that. <laughs> on, this, yeah. on that note, thank you for listening to... Future Endeavor me and then the whole show be future endeavored. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to this episode <laughs> of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Live Your Gimmick on Instagram and Twitter. That's at L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. Why do you why do you turn British why Jason turns British after you know who I you know who I get you know who I get that from? I get that from Jericho. He does that on his podcast. Oh, okay. it, it just oh now, yeah. Now, he whenever, does little... now whenever I see the word Twitter, like it just that's how it's pronounced in my head. Twitter. I don't even really do it consciously sometimes. Remember to be a fun <laughs> and always are... live your gimmick you can also check out other media junkie podcasts and follow int- information on those at media junkie vids which is also on instagram and twitter jamar should be releasing a new episode of why are you a gamer really soon uh, mike and i are going to be recording a new episode of fanboy fight club with the boys on s- this upcoming no, it... sunday which will be on tuesday so it'll come out a couple of days after this episode is this the sorry? Is this the episode with the uh, the TV show that we're going to cancel? TV show yet? you're going to cancel? Yeah. Okay. We haven't recorded it yet, so no spoilers, please, Kev. So the, oh the, no, I don't. This know. This is going to be the know. fanboy fight club screw job. Is what this is. It's going <laughs> to fucking make what they did look like to Bret Hart look like nothing. What? Because <laughs> because I got I'm getting so screwed as bitch of the week. Oh god! I'm getting uh, like the shit they gave me. Uh, like fuck you! I'm going to hack a loogie in your face. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mike's complaining because he got. Oh, the bitch of the week is complaining because he got a bad topic. I've been bitch of the week how many times and gotten shitty. And, and we we even discussed the it point, with Kevin, the and he agrees of, that you didn't get very hard topics, so you can being, suck on his nuts. The point of being bitch of the week is that it's supposed to be harder for you. You're not supposed to get to choose because you were so fucking terrible last time that you lost. I wasn't so terrible lost. though. I only lost because you lost to tell Jakey sucks. You now, lost. Do you guys keep track of who's been bitch of the week most? Uh, I think it's really probably Jamar. Yeah, I think like, it's been Jamar. Mike's a, probably a close second, though, because Mike is our only double bitch of the week, so he lost two weeks in a row. But also, I've, that, the, when I was bitch of the week that time, that was only like my second or third time being bitch of the week total. Yeah. So well, like, I, mean, I feel like I've had it a few times, too. I think it goes Jamar, then you, then me and Jake might be tied in the middle and I don't, Wes doesn't get it that much. I don't know how. It doesn't make yeah, sense what, to me. Wes doesn't seem like he, Wes I feel doesn't always go up against tough competition. This week though, he's going up against me and you. So let's hope Wes will be the bitch of the week after this week. We'll fuck him. So what I'm hearing is fuck we need to up. just double team him with our shovels in no, the attack just, round. Just, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get just, our shovels that we're going to use on each other and we're now we're going to turn them on Wes. <laughs> Yeah, or just get me on the show as a judge yeah. again. 
And I'll just uh, whatever he I says. I think it's funny because we keep talking about we need more guest judges, but then we never have Kevin on the show. We never have Rob from Reality Check on the show. So I'm I, just yeah, like, I we keep talking time. about it, but no one ever fucking like actually Does goes everyone, through. Everybody out there hear this. This is why I don't contribute that much because I never get <laughs> included on anything. You are you, know? you are first. You're an like, independent contractor. I am too at this point, but that's not the point. You are the first and only guest on the Fanboy Fight Club podcast, so uh, you you are in an exclusive club all to yourself at this point because am, nobody am else I, has been on it. Am I though? You are. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're an exclusive club that you're the only person that we've you know actually made the effort of asking to be a judge. All right. So if you want to hear what we're talking about, you can search <laughs> Media Junkie in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Apple, Google. And I know this works because a friend of mine asked me today and he was like, hey, how do I find your podcast? I just said, hey, pull up your Apple podcast app. He said, OK. I said, now type in Media Junkie. And as soon as he did, it popped up with Rogue Agents, Why Are You a Gamer, Fanboy Fight Club and the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast right there. So real easy to find all friend four. your grandmother, like the, the way you described that Structures of like trying to explain how to check your email. <laughs> no, it was somebody that doesn't really want listen to podcasts, so he had to re-download the Apple Podcast app in order to do it. So, regardless of the fact, that's just how it happened. Okay, so <laughs> shut up. Moving forward, uh, you can also check out the YouTube channel that we have, YouTube.com/slash Media Junkie. Mike has a fun show on there called Modern Toy Fair, so you can check out him playing with his toys. No, they're not sex toys, uh, but you know, <laughs> they'll get your deck card. that—that's <laughs> that, that's a yeah. promise, sir. That you the money, the money, they, the money these two spend on them. Yeah, I rather first off, Jason, Jason can't touch touch me. Like, yeah, don't, don't put him in the yeah. same. Uh, that, that's the mo- and that's the mo- that Hulk Hogan one was the most I will ever spend on one. I, I can I can pretty much guarantee that. But and I'm not I'm not anywhere near Zack Ryder level. So uh, you can also find. No, us listen. A- let, let me explain something. So when Jason went to that pay per view event in Cleveland, oh, where he sat like ringside. Okay, Mike, how have you ever heard this story? He he spent, you know, a pretty penny on these tickets, which is, hey, that's, you know. And I remember him saying to me, <laughs> he's like, I swear, for that much, mo- for that much mo- money, I, ought- I better get a hug from Bailey. I said, for that much money, you better get a fucking, <laughs> you better get a fucking Hummer from Bailey. <laughs> so, so... Jesus Christ. <laughs> True story. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, man. There's no wonder see, no I women see... want to be on our podcast. See, <laughs> yeah, I, know, right? I, I do attribute something. Yeah, you do. Thank you. You contribute all the inappropriate. I think I think we found the title for the show though. For that, See, I do. you better get Hummer from Bailey. Oh god, I'm gonna try to stay away from vulgar title episodes because unless you haven't done all that well, so uh, so YouTube.com/slash Media Junkies where you find that. Uh, if you also would like to advertise on all of our podcasts, you can find our Patreon page, which is Patreon.com/slash Media Junkie Ads. And you can also um, find a tier that works for you. You can become a sponsor of some of these episodes and even find yourself as a guest on Family Fight Club so you can join Kevin's status. You can also buy t-shirts from Mike. Where at? At tpublic.com. If you search Media Junkie, Fanboy Fight Club, Gimmick Minutes, uh, Why Are You a Gamer, Modern Toy Fair, any other of our podcasts that I don't remember, it will take you to our, my designs. You click on one. It will have a little blue link at the top above the design that says Vault of Personality Comics. Click on that. You can see all my other designs, like the one that's super popular for some reason, and that is Moot or Step Aside, Peasant. I'm Essential. There you go. 
Also, COVID mania. You can grab that one. And uh, yeah, there's a family of three out there with matching Mike, COVID. Ne- next, next week when you do that, should be out. We need to go. <gasps> go there. <laughs> 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 Say it all in one breath. All right. I, so, I do that enough in Family Fight Club. <laughs> if you don't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Hope you hopefully you enjoyed this episode because you know it, it was kind of a shit show, but that's part of our charm. You can also leave us a review on Apple. And we hope it's five stars, but you can also leave us your feedback in the comment, or you can comment us on our Twitter at Live Your Gimmick. Thank you again for listening to the show. Remember to be a fan and always live your gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. Follow these nuts. 